spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome in to DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. And this is my co-host, Jason. Hello. All right, guys. So uh, we might get a little spoilery. I don't know. This is this is a news episode. This is our weekly news episode. We got a little bit of listener feedback as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. What say you just, we just dive in right here. What do you think, Jace? Uh, it's better than sitting on the shore. I prefer the dock of the bay. <laughs> I prefer a moonlight bay, but since we can't do any of All that, right. we'll do news. All right. So uh, jumping in right here, uh, there's a... Uh, the PC version of Batman Arkham Knight mm-hmm. goes back on sale this week. That's on the 28th. So, woo. The uh, uh, pest control version? Sure, I guess so. Oh, it is less buggy. Yeah. 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 So, um, Ben Affleck says that he is open open to directing a solo Batman movie. So, all of this, all of this stuff has just been rumor. Right. Um, Affleck is saying, it's a very exciting idea. If I could make it work, yeah, obviously that would be uh, like a dream. The trick is, as to any movie, is to make sure that you, if you're going to direct it, that you can make it good. Sounds like a fine rule. Yeah, you've got to have the right idea and the right take on it. Broadly speaking, it's something I'd be open to for sure. It's a very exciting idea. Now, producer Charles Robin said that Avlak... Affleck is about to start a movie now, mm-hmm. and he's also got obligations to be in the Justice League movies. Mm-hmm. The calendar is a bit tricky. He says, of course, the script obviously has to be worthy of him wanting to, to direct it, and once that happens, it's still got to fit into the calendar. We're hoping we can make it happen. We're just at the beginning of the question. Yeah, so. I mean, but he's he's the one writing it with Jeff Johns. So hopefully he'll, I mean... I, I, I don't know. I think that was according to him, even, that him and Jones have been working on it. I mean, the, the current best idea is that Affleck and Jeff Johns are banging that out. But I don't know what the current best idea is. Everything just seems like rumor to me. Oh, no. <laughs> it's all flipper hands and bullshit. I don't, I'm not even sure Batman v Superman is coming out next year. <laughs> right. I'm not sure it exists anymore. <laughs> it's, it's hanging out with the Loch Ness Monster. No, um... <laughs> Coming out on Friday, the uh, Total Film Magazine is going to be coming out with. This already debuted on uh, online. Um, it's going to have uh, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. A new shot uh, from them on uh, from Batman v Superman, and uh, they're going to be talking about that movie. They're going to uh, be talking about the uh, how Batman's armor is all CGI in that issue. Um, oh, and Empire Magazine for this December 2015 mm-hmm. is uh, Empire Magazine is going to have Joker 
on the cover. That's right. uh, Jared Leto's Joker, and he looks right. ridiculous, like some sort of you know tatted up pimp. It's uh, awful. Of course. It looks bad. Uh, I I have not been excited about a lot of the pictures involving him, um, mm-hmm. but so far he was he he was so much fun in that one little bit we got in the trailer that I haven't I haven't actually been as, as afraid of the pictures at all. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he can wear a pimp hat if he wants to, if he keeps being that scary. <laughs> um, actually, this looks like more like a, um, do you remember like the, uh, like the quilted, um, <laughs> long coat that, uh, Samuel L. Jackson wore in Unbreakable? Kinda, yeah. This is like a purple version of that, and he's barefoot, and he's got like a cane, like a golden cane. And it's clear he's got more tats on his body. He's got like a big Joker smile, like tattooed on his gut. Right, right. It looks real weird, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think that's supposed to be kind of like a maybe like a crocodile skin jacket. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Big old smiley yeah. gut Joker. Smiley gut Joker. That'll yeah, work. and he is he wearing scrubs and sandals? Man, he looks like a really comfortable Joker. Yeah. He does. He does, does. kind of look like a comfortable Joker. <laughs> All I, right, he's, so, um, he does look menacing, though. Like, if, if he was a pimp, I I think if he told me that I was under his thumb now and I had to go do things I didn't want to for money, I don't know how I'd... I don't know if I'd have the balls to tell him no. Right. <laughs> I just... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just don't know. That's it. That's, that's the only <laughs> thing. I have, I have no constructive criticism... Or hope. (laughs) I I don't know what to feel about this. Everything in Batman v Superman is looking so badass. And then then everything in Suicide Squad is looking so badass, except for Joker specifically. Right. So I don't know how to feel. But they are so confident about him, man. They have him him under wraps. They're they're really, really feeling it. Yeah. I mean, the rest of the cast is just... I think some of the people that were actually filming with him still are afraid of Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. As you know, it, I don't. I don't think any of them trust him not to kill a puppy anymore. Yeah, but you know, I don't necessarily take any of that to heart because I, I've been. I've I, I've seen too many movies, man. The, the cast is like, oh yeah, that's the definitive version of Spock. No, I know, I know. No, Zachary Kento is not. I know. I'm sorry, he's the definitive version of Siler. That's about it. I love Leonard Nimoy, and even Nimoy's sitting there going, oh yeah, he's a brilliant Spock. I'm like, mm, right. nope. Yeah, I love you, you dead man. I yeah. love you. He was trying to be supportive. He was a good dude. But no, he was. <laughs> so speaking of things uh, that uh, we can't support. Oh, lovely. Krypton is apparently uh, Krypton is apparently still in development. This is the uh, prequel series to Man of Steel mm-hmm. that David Goyer has going on over at Sci-Fi. Right. Um, apparently is set to take place 200 years before uh, the destruction of Krypton. And would uh, focus on Superman's grandfather. Are they? Uh, who, are we absolutely sure it's connected to the DCEU officially? Yeah, Goyer says it is a, a prequel to Man of Steel. I mean, I know he said um, it was set 200 years before Man of Steel, but that I didn't know if that was a time frame or if he's actually doing the prequel to the entire DCEU. Uh, yeah, I think he is. Well, that's a damn shame. Because yeah. he's going to spend most of his money on the budget for that show. I mean... I, on just the visual effects of having Krypton in the background. Like, you saw the Krypton in that movie. It was expensive. No, no. He's saying uh, that they're going to use their their uh, <laughs> their effects budget wisely. 
<laughs> he did he did talk about that. He's like, clearly with television you have to like pick your moments, but it's not gonna be like uh it's not gonna be like that. Um Oh, he, he thinks it's that, only television you have to pick your moments for. Oh, that explains a lot. Mm-hmm. And um he says that um Let's see. The first 40 pages of uh, Man of Steel uh, was set on Krypton, and mm-hmm. he was forced to compress it to 15 minutes, meaning a lot of his ideas were left on the cutting room floor. Uh, he says there was there were a lot of ideas that I wanted to use in the film that didn't ultimately make it into the film. Right. So um, our, uh, our buddy Christopher White actually had something to say about that. He says, um, he sent us the link to the story, and he says, mm-hmm. okay, guys, I need to rant for a second. This is BS. I didn't even know about this, did you? It really pisses me off that this show, which likely won't be all that interesting unless they focus on the creation of Doomsday, is being developed for TV to tie into the DC Cinematic Universe. Meanwhile, they have two perfectly great shows they refuse to acknowledge. With respect to Ezra Miller, you can't tell me that there is <laughs> that anything they do in the big screen is going to come close to the greatness that has been flashed thus far, proving once again that sometimes less is more. I, I, I don't know if I have anything to contribute to that. Me either. That's, that's I mean, the only thing I can answer with any certainty is yes, we did know Krypton was in development. We did know Krypton was in development. I will say that. Short of that, you know, well said. I don't. I don't know what else I, to add. I mean, uh, I will add that if if they are doing Crisis on Infinite Earths eventually, mm-hmm. if we wind up having Grant Gustin running around with Ezra Miller, sure. Hell yes. <laughs> so I'm just gonna lay that one that right out there, like maybe right. DC Jeff Johns. <laughs> they'll. I, 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 I'm betting if they do it though, they'll try to save their money because they're going to spend you know several billion dollars making these films over the next few years. Yeah. What do you bet they try well, to save their money and just put out? They'll try to funnel it into one like actual book, like a monthly they can do, where all of the worlds have crossed over. I, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know about saving the money. I, Batman v Superman is on track to be the most expensive movie ever made. I know, so they're gonna have to pin some pin some ears back somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's called the uh, Blue Beetle Booster Gold movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which at this point, I, um, I I'm sure you have it in there somewhere, but I do. If, if I can transition right into Alan Tudyk is in. Like, yep. he, he's already agreed. Yeah, he'd love to play uh, Blue Beetle, mostly because he uh, he just wants to work with Nathan Fillion again, and that's fine. Yeah. At this point, though, he said he only wants to do it if Nathan Fillion is Booster Gold, right? Which sounds fair. Um, and yeah. He mentioned Roly Polies in Texas. I don't know what he was getting at there. I don't really care. I don't give a damn. He's going to do it. Um, here's the thing, though. You want to save some money, oh, DC? That was delightful, though. Oh yeah, I thought it was funny, but everything I, everything he says is funny, as far as I know. Um, it's true. He, if DC really wants to save some money, it's simple, man. Um, they can have the money uh, off the film. That do a Kickstarter for Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk doing Booster Gold, and I, what do you bet it makes its money? Probably, I'd be down. Mm-hmm. They're filming Super Troopers two right now. Come on, it's a brand new world. Oh God! All on Kickstarter money. Mm. It made the money they needed in like forty hours. It was ridiculous. Super Troopers not even a good movie. Oh, it was funny. I'm gonna, so I, that's that's the discussion for another time. I yeah, feel. Yeah. Um, we'll get into Broken Lizard <laughs> one day, but, or we won't. But as a proof of concept, <laughs> as a proof of concept, man, I'd throw money at that bitch. I really would. Yeah. So, um, Amy Adams is saying that there are apparent there is a apparently uh, there are apparently funny moments involving bat suits in Batman vs Superman. Really? I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. But that's what she said. 
Like moving on. Does she put on a bat suit? I I don't know. She's it was, it was I don't know. I have no idea. Like maybe she tries on a bat suit one day and Superman comes home and he he sees and he's like, Oh dear God, I've been dealing with that asshole all day. Take that off, please. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jason Momoa uh, says that he has been doing Aquaman research with Jeff Johns and looking into uh, the New Fifty Two comics for that research. Gotcha. So I I, I don't I don't think I've read the New Fifty Two Aquaman stuff. Mm-mm. I I think it's uh, angrier and a little more amnesic. Oh well, whatever. That's <laughs> the two very very crude things I may have picked up from it. I really don't know him in that universe. Well, no idea. Well, that's that's pretty much you know. Every time they do a number a new number one for Aquaman, they just kind of make him angrier and more amnesiac. Right. Like it'll be a fresh start. People won't know what's going on, and neither will he. Yay! Yay! Oh wait, we're canceled. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when did we get canceled? About five minutes after you started. Oh. oh I'm sorry, Peter David. You tried. <laughs> oh man. All right, on to uh, to TV news. Uh, John Barrowman, John Barrowman may have uh, let slip a secret about Damien Dark. Hmm. Um, he was just talking about uh, about Sarah and stuff. So he was he, he says uh, Malcolm was the mastermind behind Sarah's death. He's not afraid of her because in his mind he killed her once. He can kill her again, but he doesn't know what she, what she's come out of the pit with. Everybody comes out of the pit different. People come out with a bit of every soul that has been put into the pit before. Some parts of those souls take over. Thea's got bloodlust. Damien Dark's got something else. What will Sarah come out with? You don't what, say. Am I just not remembering that Damien Dark was supposed to have been in the pit, the Lazarus pit at some point? I, I mean, we knew he was uh, in the League of Assassins. We knew he was sure. a contemporary of Raish. Sure. I, but Raish won the right to the pit, not him. Mm-hmm. And the way it works within the league, especially on the Arrow version, is whoever is Rage gets to use the pit, and everyone else can blow themselves. Mm-hmm. So, I no, I don't think that's in there. Yeah, and I mean so this season Damien's we've seen him the... running around with his little, uh, you know, bell statue or whatever the fuck that is in the closet. But right, he his Indian in the cupboard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wanted one of those when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, we, we, we don't. I, even in the even in his little uh, whatever that is, it's 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 a dry bowl. There's not even like a, a drop of Lazarus water down there or something. Right. I'm just saying, you know, he he maybe went in before or something. Yeah, I mean, it has to you be. Know. This has to be, you know, post somehow. And uh, sure, I mean, he like uh, Mc, uh, what's his name, McDonough, whatever his name is, right? <laughs> Sorry, I periodically just forget old names. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that's playing Damien Dark said that he looks exactly the same in 1975 as he does now. Yeah, his he did. Character. He did. So, yeah, I mean, I it's conceivable he could have been in the. I don't know. I mean, like, how much trouble would it be if you're in the League of Assassins to, you know, take an empty Dasani water bottle up there and run away in the middle of the night? Right. Go grab you a jug of, 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 you know, healing water and split, buddy. Yeah, sure. Now, um, so there's a rumor, and it's not confirmed, but there is a rumor that, um, yeah, 
Connor Hawk is going to be showing up on Legends of Tomorrow, uh, filling in for, quote, a missing hero. Uh, so they're going to have a different version, apparently, of Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the weird part. Um, they're saying that apparently they're looking for a black or biracial male to play him and says he won't be the son of Oliver and Sandra Hawk. Right. Which makes no sense, as Connor Hawk has already been introduced in the universe. Well, <sighs> Has he? I don't know. Well, has he? Yeah. Um, Did they say he was Sandra, Connor? Uh, yeah, Sandra Hawk showed up, and um, then Moira paid her off, and then she had the baby. She lied to Oliver and told her that she didn't have the baby, that she miscarried or whatever. Yeah. But um, and then when Oliver runs into her in uh, Central City in uh, CC Jitters, she talks. She sees him or whatever briefly, and then walks over and then like calls Connor and tells her tells Connor that she'll be home oh, soon. Oh, that's right. So, so we've already named him and everything. Okay, I have no idea. Yeah, See, I thought it was Connor the other way around. around. I thought it was they they were looking for like the the cast call said um, African American or biracial male. I think was the the phrasing mm-hmm. on it. But I think that was before we figured out that they were trying to cast Connor Hawk. I, yeah, it, I, don't, I don't know. It's kind of. Anyway, somehow there's a rogue dude out there who feels like he has a uh, right slash responsibility to the Arrow costume. Mm-hmm. But that's starting to spill straight from rumor into confirmed real quick. Yeah. But yeah, they're saying it's not it's not Oliver and Sandra's son. So I don't know. I'm confused. Whatever. Uh, something I'm not confused about. Uh, <laughs> they have released a picture of Daniel Panabaker as Killer Frost. And brow! Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. I mean, she's a she's a real pretty lady already. But you put all that blue on her. Good lord! It was a uh, was just blue. That was a uh, yeah. That was that was a lot to cope with. <laughs> striking a striking visage. I mean, you know, to to put it in some sort of perspective here mm. for you guys, like I I on one screen I have my show notes, and on the other screen I have um, a con- well a perpetually generating waveform that is blue. Sometimes it's hard for me not to look at the blue <laughs> and forget I all about my show notes. The back of my monitor is blue paisley. I understand. <laughs> right. There's something weird, and I didn't realize this. Maybe maybe I'm just oblivious, and I don't really, I'm not one to keep up with this sort of thing. But um, did you realize that Colton Haynes and uh, Emily Bett Rickards are, are like dating in real life? Really? Yeah, apparently for a while now. Did not. That is really weird. But yeah, they, they dressed up for Halloween. Uh, <laughs> Emily, or Felicity, mm-hmm. uh, dressed up as Sailor Moon. Oh, cool. And uh, Colton Haynes, or Roy, dressed up as Ursula from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll bet he rocked it. He did. He looked He looked good, man. He looked like, he looked like Ursula, man. He's walking around, creepy. walking around with seashells over his chest. What? Say something. Yeah. Um... Oh, One other little piece. Of, somewhere, hmm? somewhere in the world, Russell Wilson and Ciara, whoever the hell that is, went as Batwoman and Catwoman. I mean, Batman and Catwoman. Batwoman would have been yeah, a lot I of fun. I saw that, but I didn't know who those cats were. Um, Russell Wilson, Seattle Seahawks quarterback. Um, oh, okay. Sports-related. That makes sense. Yeah, I, that was the obvious <laughs> uh, gap there for you. And uh, Ciara is a person dating the Seahawks quarterback. I don't know who the hell she is. I have no idea. She's probably a model or something. What was her know. name? Ciara? Kiara? I don't know. C-I-A-R-A. I don't know. All right. Well, uh, speaking of people, I don't know. Well, she looked a lot better than he did in the costume, so maybe model. I don't know. I'm sure. 
Henry Zerny, uh, I guess that's how you say his name, uh, sure. has been cast as Toy Man oh, from, <laughs> over on Supergirl. Good. I'm good. guessing this is uh, Windshot's uh, father. Um, he's from Mission Impossible and Revenge. I guess I'm just going to go, okay, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I guess unless there's anything else. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, you, you mentioned some sort of a scene or something. Some something you some something about the crossover. Oh yeah, between, yeah, yeah. Uh, Flash um, and Arrow. <laughs> I didn't think it was particularly newsworthy, but it might be. I don't know. I, I'm a terrible judge of these things. Well, but you're our only hope, so you know, deal with it. No, um, no, you're there too. <laughs> you. Um, look, the the producers right now, Kreisberg and Guggenheim, I think both said it, but uh, the producers in mm-hmm. general are saying that this is supposed to be the biggest crossover event that they've done. This is the they call it the pinnacle of what they've achieved so far. Which sounds exciting right. as it is, but it's not really, you know, we kind of know they're, they're, they're a TV show with crossovers. You're supposed to be upping the ante every time. Like, congratulations, you're doing your job. Yeah, I think Gustin said it was something like um, nine superheroes all standing around in costume. Oh, yeah, we're totally going to have a power <laughs> shot. You better believe it. Um, yeah. The part of it that I thought was news was what you brought up. Um, it did. Yeah. You want to go for okay. it? Yeah, basically, um, they were like, last year on the crossovers, they, they made sure to make it feel like the crossover episodes were standalone, and you didn't have to watch The Flash to enjoy the Arrow episode, and you didn't have to watch the Arrow to enjoy the Flash episode if you didn't watch. Yeah, that's all out the window. You're going to have to, I mean, you're not going to know what the hell's going on. So, get on the ball. <laughs> and look, it, for anyone who's not step on up, that step ball. Step up or step off, man. Any step anyone who's not off. watching uh, at the obsessive amount of shows that we are, uh, why? Like why? I just I just want to understand. That's all. Like wh- how could you watch the I, Arrow and just not mm. care what's happening with the Flash? And then and on on beyond that, are you going to watch Legends of Tomorrow? I I'm very confused about it. Not judging, just very confused. Please help me. Yeah. I, I know people who have said they, they won't watch The Flash, they don't like it, they like Arrow, though. Or the people who, vice versa, you know. And I, I'm, I'm, you're about to have a rude awakening. Maybe. Because these shows aren't for you. Maybe. Apparently. I mean, I, you know, I, go, I gotta... Go um... watch Gotham. They've written themselves into a corner. They can't go anywhere. <laughs> Not with... <laughs> that show is what it is now. Deal. Look, I got a uh, I got a buddy Curtis who uh, his his philosophy was that now he watches Arrow and Flash. Uh, he actually watches everything we watch. Um, mm-hmm. If it has a cape in it, he has to watch it too. It's I understand right. that, but the way he describes it, he likes the darker hue to his uh, to his tones to to his atmospheres for a show. Um, mm-hmm. He he wants it to be not even grittier, but he wants it to be uh, more consequential, darker, you know, all that stuff. So right. he prefers Arrow, but in his opinion, he likes Arrow, but understands that Flash is a better show. Right. I, I kind of thought, well, I mean, I, I, I actually kind of agree, but um, yeah, at least it was a well-rounded well, opinion. I don't think that... It is a well-rounded opinion. It's a, it's a surprisingly... <sighs> Mature adult way to look at things. And I say that I say that as someone who, you know, just stopped reading, you know, comments on a Facebook message board about DC Comics where it was just, they were just doing nothing but posting pic- different pictures of when Batman beat Superman, where Superman beat Batman, and like with the intermittent picture of someone going, you mad bro. Right, the, right. 
my God. And then someone probably added a clip of Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, completely changing the question while he answers it to get in and out of that question. By the way, there is a clip of him answering the question, who would win between Batman and Superman? Basically, he restates who the characters are, takes it in a different direction, and pretends he answered the question. It was a glorious, <laughs> glorious. <laughs> it, it, was, it was effortless. Uh, he, he's he got style. He didn't answer the question, but he's got style. <laughs> My answer to that would be, if you do it right, yes. <laughs> Either one of them could win, theoretically. Right. Yeah. It. It's. It's always been the winner of that is always which one's the better plot point. Mm-hmm. It always. Is. I mean, if I want to say pure brute strength, yeah, we know who comes out on that. If I want to say yeah, planning, sure. we know who comes out on that. Which one fits your plot? Well, that's that's kind of what those cats were arguing about over there on the message board because uh, apparently there was the, the thing that was called into, into question was that. Superman apparently just like is going to operate on somebody and runs over. This is in a comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, runs over and like reads every medical uh, thing ever, and now he can perform surgery. Right. And um, yeah. Yeah. So I, people I, are I gotta, arguing about. It, I got to admit though, yeah. like of all the things I I require my Superman to have, that super intelligence isn't one of them. Well, the way I feel about it is, I don't care if he's super intelligent. Um, I would not care. I, I guess I would probably not make him super intelligent. I'm a bat. I'm a big Batman fan. I don't care if Superman can beat him or not. I really don't. Right. Batman's a more interesting character. Right. That's where Superman always loses. He's not interesting. And, and the more powers you give him, the less interesting he is. Yeah, that's how you know. That's just that's how writing works. You can't make him so interesting that he can't be beaten. And just it's so good that he can't be beaten. It's a simple thing. But even if he does have the super intelligence, you you can still go over to Batman and say, well, you know, maybe you're that smart, but Batman's that paranoid, so he's still planning better. Okay, well, they, like, they can go back and forth for forever. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an exercise in futility. I know, I know. <laughs> can we all agree, though, that super ventriloquism shouldn't be in the equation? I think of all the ridiculous superpowers <laughs> that Superman ever had, Super ventriloquism is the one that absolutely should be in the equation. You think so? <laughs> you're, uh, you're... He, though, this bastard has super ventriloquism. Uh-huh. He is automatically 3,000 times more interesting than he ever was before. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I... No, I, I seriously, I... I want to see that stage show. I want to see Superman on, on stage with a little Batman puppet. <laughs> you want to say like Jeff Dunham, Man of Steel? <laughs> yeah, Clark Dunham, Man of Steel. Right. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't even like Jeff Dunham, but damn, that's a great idea. <laughs> I it, okay. Is it is that one better or worse than there's uh, there's one little, I forget what they call it. It's super something because everything has to be named super whatever. I, right. But he's just like every Batman gadget has to be a bat, a bat something. something. Yeah. Um. It, I swear to God, if Batman owned a pet bat, he would be called Bat Bat. Like, <laughs> like if he was playing baseball, what are you going to hit that with? My bat bat. It's just called a bat, Bruce. It's just called a bat. It's called a bat bat now because I'm holding. I'm going to hit it. my you know bat why? ball. With my, I'm going to hit my bat ball with my bat bat. Right. <laughs> you just try to catch it. Then with I'm going to run ball. the. Then I'm going to run the bat bases. <laughs> I'm going to bat run the bat bases for a bat home run, and mm. flick off the bat pyre mm. on the way back. Um, right. It, it it there is a power. Uh, I, I figure what it's Wait, called. does he refer to his? Does he refer to Alfred as his Batman servant? Uh, 
That would be awesome. I kind of wish you did. Right. Bat gentleman's gentleman. <laughs> gentleman's gentleman. A battler. Battler. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. Whatever this little power. Wait, wait. Is. He's not married. Does he's not married? Does he re- does he refer to Wayne Manor as his bachelor pad? <laughs> Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't recall him doing that, but I wish right. he would. Just a quiet yeah. joke to himself so we could all pretend it didn't happen. Um, I've, I've given up on the Superman power. What is this? Oh, yeah, look. He's got this little... It, it, he can, like, create a tiny Superman who has all of his little powers and can fly around and oh, run around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I don't even know what they call it, like... Uh, uh, I would call him, like, tiny soups if I were doing it, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, the wee soups. I would call it... <laughs> I call it Scourge of the Silver Age. Right. <laughs> where Batman, where, sorry, where Superman could juggle planets, create tiny versions of himself. Right. He introduces himself. Hi, I'm Superman, and this is my friend, Bad Writing. Photographic memory. I, super uh, genius. Super ventriloquism. It, it got insane. It got absolutely insane. I was okay with super perception, because as fast as he moves, he has to be able to, right? I'm even okay with super uh, cognition it, that he can think as quickly as he can move. I'm just saying that he shouldn't be able to be that intelligent and be able to think that. I, yeah, like I'm good with I him mean, being able even, to read all the surgery books, but I would like it. Like my version of Superman would kind of have him read all the books that quickly and then turn around and go, mm-hmm. "I didn't understand a word. Someone help me." Yeah, I mean, the, you know, they've got the the fans argue over whether Batman could beat Superman, whether Flash could actually, you know, run faster than Superman, blah, blah, blah. In the books, he can. Now, in, yeah. He's in the, the only books, one can. who can outrun um, him, but he can. Now, in the New 52, though, in the New 52, they did a bit where um, it was like, you know, their first meeting or whatever, and he's jumping, running around Superman. He's like, no one's ever been able to touch me. And then Superman just kind of watches him for a minute and then thumps midair and hits the flash and he goes flying. <laughs> um, which is fun. It's fun. And doable. Still um, within my, my preferred version. You know, he can but trace a shot. Shit. One of my favorite bits was like Barry from, uh, it may have still, it may have been from the pre-52 continuity, mm-hmm. where like Barry is running and Superman is running next to him or whatever. And he's trying to... Conv- like Barry's going to sacrifice himself uh, for the greater good, blah, blah, blah. And As Superman's Barry trying to... want to do sometimes. Yep. And uh, Superman is trying to convince him not to do it. And he's like, you get, you did this before. You lost years of your life. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And um, he says, you know, we've, we've... He's like, you can't catch me, Clark. You can't stop me. And he's like, hey, I... We, we had a few races. And I beat you on a couple of those times. And the Flash just looks over his shoulder as he's running and goes, Clark, those were for charity. And then just, boom, (laughs) he's gone. (laughs) Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. So yeah, I don't know why we're still talking about all this. I don't know, we just rambled off. We had done the news. (laughs) Our duties didn't... uh, The the news episodes are are quickly becoming our time to have... Real fun, just rattling. Yeah, king and country reason. have been served. Now we get to talk about Superman's terrible powers. <laughs> this is I'm our sure time. Others, I'm sure there are other terrible Superman powers. I just can't think of. Oh, there are whole lists, and they're all pretty great. But if we can, if we can attribute one beautiful, beautiful thing, I mean, and there are many things we can attribute to John Byrne. Mm-hmm. But thank you, John Byrne, for depowering Superman. Right. 
thank you for depowering him in 1986. Yeah. With your Man of Steel miniseries. Oh, uh, you know they... You did the character a service. You know, recently they repowered him? Did you catch that? Yeah, no. Yeah, I actually no. like the power, though. It it comes with a consequence, at least. Yeah, I did. I did kind of like the idea that he could just, you know, power up and just have this, like, mother of God kind of power, and then it just satur- desaturates everything. Right. He's just nothing. Yeah, he can just basically, he's, like, he's a capacitor, he can empty his load, and then he has to fill up again. Yeah, that's that was pretty neat. Yeah, I mean, it came with a consequence. I, I can that. buy that. A lot of the times, if you tell I, me I have a new power, but it will damn near kill me, I'm like, okay, well, cool. You'll pull that out once every few years, and we'll be all right. Mm-hmm. I feel like... um I feel like they were looking at the character and they went, you know what? We should really make a Superman game, Mm-mm. but we're going to need this. Right. Okay. So we should be able, you know, the fans are going to be pissed if there's not a precedent for this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we need a, uh, we need a BFG attack. What do we have there? Well, at least Superman. Okay. Well, what else can we do? How about Super Flare? Sounds great. Put it on the board. Super Flare. I think it's called I Super Flare. I hate the name. I, well, it was, yeah, I've heard that before. It was going to be something super, as we've discussed. <laughs> they took away the Spit Girl, gave him the Super Flare. Yeah, and they gave him that weird <laughs> collar. I've not been a huge into the collar. I don't know. I, you know, you know what I'm talking about, I, right? You know. the, the little yeah, I know what you're neckline. About. I, I, I go back and forth on it. But sometimes you know, he looks really good in it. Sometimes it's kind of it kind of looks like Colonel Emo Soups. <laughs> well, I don't know. He he just seems so. I don't know. I don't know what the word is for it, but the not having not having any collar, right? Or in like he's got like he looks like a you know girl who tried to go to a ball and got a dress that was way too small that rhymed. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like he's got like he's got like a shoulderless dress thing on. Oh, uh, you talk about when it, you know like old style, like the old the, school, yeah, with the big circle top neck thing. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, and that's kind of weird. Yeah, it wasn't like they were going to change him to like a, you know, he he wasn't going to get a V neck suit or something. It'd just be weird. Oh no, you know what he needed? What? He needs a whole cowl, man, like Gambit. <laughs> that like just nice. goes up to the top of the head and have like little hair, just like like he did when he had the electric powers. Hmm. Speaking of bad Superman powers that he should have never had, right? <laughs> I don't know. Just make him look normal like he used to. I don't care. Put his underwear on the outside of his pants. What? Well, that was that's the thing. I was the underwear <laughs> were on the right side of the shorts now, and I was willing to take that collar if that's what that meant. Yeah, but I was happy with that. You know what's weird is like, but it, it really did. It ruins it though for like little boys without a lot of money who want to pretend to be Superman because you know, mm-hmm. like you know, when I when I was a kid, a cheap version of the Superman suit was just you get an extra pair of underwear, throw them over the top, and be like, I'm away. Grab the sheet mm-hmm. off the bed. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then they bought me a well, real I mean, Superman costume, and I don't think I took it off for a year. Like, <laughs> right. I think I genuinely had it on for a year. You know what? Like the first day of no. preschool, I took that thing. Like I, I refused to go to preschool unless they let me go in costume. When I got there, I ran around the room a few times, and the teacher basically basically kicked me out. I came in. My preschool career lasted about five minutes, during which I flew around the room making room noises. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And back home. Makes perfect sense. There's a reason we're doing this podcast. I'm just saying. Now, the underwear, though, from a design element, like, I sorely miss it. Like, it is sorely missed. Really? You like the cod piece? It, yeah, the, the, well, it just needs that darkness to go along with, like, the cape. Like, or that, that color scheme. You know what I mean? Like, like you look at Batman. Mm-hmm. It just looks like he's wearing, like, pantyhose. And then any second, his, his wiener's gonna show up. 
That's what it looks like. On the long list of things I've looked at Batman and thought, I have never fearfully thought, any minute now, his wiener's going to show up. Sorry, his bat wiener. Yeah. (laughs) The the original bat mite. It just looks like he and Superman are wearing long pajamas, you know? Well, sure. Um, the, 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 Honest uh, to God, though, the, if I was Superman, I really would wear long pajamas, man. I, that's like you would never get me into well, a real sure. outfit. Well, see, I think you know what they need to do is have the underwear there, but it's not really underwear. Like it's just like a darker color to go along with, because in a design sense, it just throws it off. Like you have the black cape, the black hood, the black gloves, the black symbol, the black boots. You need something in the middle. The black underwear. Mm. The black underwear aren't there anymore throws it off design wise same thing with superman and his red shorts i don't know man maybe i'm just a stickler or maybe they could do something that doesn't look like underwear like something that goes down the leg or something that's the problem is it's, but, it's the shape of briefs i mean it's the shape of whitey tidies i know and it's hard not to think of whitey tidies i know you just you, you know it's a, it's a hard knocks life man maybe a bat kilt bat kilt bat kilt mm. super kilt no actually what i've been thinking and maybe I'll draw it up and put it up on the uh, in the show notes. <laughs> there you go. You've been forewarned. You, yeah, but you remember like you remember how like Rogue had the green and and yellow outfit in the X Men yeah. back in the day, and it would just like come down on her torso and then like on her legs it would like come on in the inner thigh, and then sort of dip down. Mm, I don't remember it that. So much it was just detail. like a two toned leg. I'd... Well, you know, I was just thinking like they could do that. With like so it was like a big Batman it's a bat symbol that like kind of like stretches down into like sort of a V pattern and then goes beyond the belt and tapers off on the inner thigh. That way you could have that equilibrium of, of tone and color and it wouldn't look like a bat wiener was about to pop out. <laughs> Maybe not, but it might also look like a bat swimsuit. <laughs> Doesn't it already? <laughs> I mean, the closest that I can, they can get to it is actually doing the armored look from like the Arkham Knight and stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> I I don't know, man. I, I looking at Batman every time I've ever ever seen a good drawing of him. I've just it, there's such visceral fear. You don't you're not really worried about what what his wiener's up to. <laughs> I think if a man came out of the shadows in a dark alley. <laughs> started grabbing at me. It might be foremost think, to your mind. I think the first thing I'd be wondering is what his bat wiener was up to. <laughs> right. Like I've never I've never been reading or watching Batman and thought, I wonder if he has a semi right now. Like never fucking happened, man. <laughs> it's never this is the longest I've ever thought about Batman's junk right now. Just like if if there was a guy named the Flash running around, I'd be worried about his what what his little lightning bolt was gonna be up to. Right. Just like he's literally called the Flash. (laughs) 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 Well, childhood over. Yep. (laughs) Go ahead and call the, the time of death. Sorry. You hear that, Jim Lee? I need you to do something about that bat wiener. (laughs) He's over there. I've been trying. Jeff won't let me change it. (laughs) Jeff Johns. (laughs) Jeff Johns likes the bat wiener. Yeah, Jeff Johns is getting the same. I don't know. Dan told me I couldn't change it. Dan's over here. Jeff said, 
Right. They're all pointing the finger. Right. Big wiener conspiracy. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oddly enough, I think that might be the point. Um, we're the point DC. you said. We're, we are DC on screen. <laughs> I believe this conversation has come too <laughs> ahead. There are several, several sharks behind us, man. Uh, a, a team, a swarm, whatever sharks come in, plurally, they're behind us, and they have been thoroughly jumped. <laughs> they were land sharks, and we jumped them with our bat wiener pogo sticks. Right, and with that image in mind, kids. That's right. I want you to. I want you to all remember throughout the week, and for as long as you may, bat wiener pogo sticks. Right. <laughs> On sale this Christmas. At your nearest, I wish your nearest illicit adult sex store. Oh, we are DC on screen, and we are sorry. We are, we are sorry. (laughs) We are proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. They might not be proudly associated with us anymore, right? But we're gonna keep our chin up anyway. Here's open. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher. For the love of God, after this episode, you gotta give us some stars, man. Five star ratings and reviews. We might get five cumulative stars out of that. <laughs> out of that bit of conversation. Rate, go to iTunes. Rate our bat wiener. Yeah, go, go tell them all the places they can come shame us. Right. You can find every episode also on DCOnScreen.com. If you would like a similar podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, go check out our friends Matt Carroll and uh, Jeff Randall over on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Uh, or mcucast.com. I don't think they've ever talked about Marvel Wieners, by the way. No. So don't have fear. They're not that similar. No. Although, um, if no, they, they should have by now, because they're talking about Jessica Jones and Purple Man. That should have come up by now. Oh. Yeah. I, you know, I don't they know. They should have been having Purple Wiener discussions. <laughs> purple Wiener discussions. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be remiss. Okay, we're not allowed to say the word wiener for like the next. If 50 I was podcasts. a Marvel purple wiener, <laughs> we, that I like. I we're not allowed to say that for a very long time, <laughs> and should just never use the phrase bat wiener ever again. All right. <laughs> until next. Can you get it together? Until, you want me to do this for you real quick? <laughs> Yeah, you do it. <laughs> While Dave laughs and the music plays, until next week, keep some DC on your screen. There's like a good <laughs> ten minutes of us discussing just the extraneous parts of Superman's character, and then there's just not like ten minutes of wiener. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode. For God's sake. Ten minutes of ten minutes of bat wiener. No, that's gonna no, there are gonna be some very disappointed people out there if you put that episode title on. <laughs> it's Halloween, man. It's cosplay season. Shit, you can't do that to people. <clears throat> me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh?
I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Hip, 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 powder donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.